Welcome back to Biblical Building Blocks, the podcast with short episodes but big answers to the questions surrounding the Christian faith. My name is Benjamin Mason, and in today's episode, we'll be answering the question, is there a God? Now, I grew up in the church. I grew, I grew up going to church. My family was involved. We went every single Sunday. Uh, my dad was my teacher for several years, and I was involved in church activities on Wednesday nights and things such as that, and I'm still very involved in church. Um, and there are a lot of Christians that have a similar experience like that. They grew up in church, their families took them every week. They didn't really ever have to de- have to decide or make an effort to go to church just because that's what their family was doing or the family was making them go there. And they were just saying that they were a Christian just because that was easier and, that you know, that's what their family was. And so they said they were a Christian. But there comes a point in every single one of those Christians' lives, when they have to make their faith their own. It can't be their parents' faith. It can't be their siblings' faith. It can't be the faith of the people in church around them. They have to decide if they believe in God. And I had to decide that several years ago. I had to decide if I believed in God. I had to decide if I believed that Jesus was real, if I believed Jesus was the Son of God, if he came down from earth and died on the cross, and then... uh rose from the dead three days later, I had to decide if I believed in God. And so to do that, I basically took every single option and went through them, researched them, and decided if I believed in it. And I decided that I believed in the Christian God and that the Bible is real and what it says is real because no other option made sense except for the Bible except for the Christian God. That was the only thing. The first place that I started off when I went through this process was with the theory of evolution, just because that was one that I had heard all the time. You know, you go onto the science channel, the discovery channel, you hear about evolution. And real quick before I get into it, I want to basically define evolution because there's macroevolution and then there's microevolution. Microevolution is the small changes within within a species to basically better adapt to its environment. Macroevolution is a species evolving from one species to another. Microevolution does happen. I do not believe in macroevolution. So basically, there are a few a few reasons why I do not believe in macro evolution. The first one is that it's insanely improbable. Not only is it insanely improbable, but it's improbable to the point that it is impossible. So, people believe that the first animal was probably some type of sea creature, a sponge or jellyfish, something of that variety, and that over the course of millions, maybe even billions of years, that jellyfish evolved into animal after animal after animal until slowly we have all the species of animals that we have today. That is so improbable for several reasons. (laughs) One of the things that people don't think about a lot when they're talking about the theory of evolution is that for species to survive 
there had to be multiple of them that evolved. So let's say that you have, let's just say that the jellyfish, according to the theory of evolution, was the very first animal. Let's say that a fish evolved from that jellyfish. Now, unless another jellyfish evolves into a fish, that species will die. So unless two jellyfish evolve, their offspring evolve into two fish, that species is dead. And not only do those two jellyfish those two jellyfish that have evolved into fish, not only does there have to be two of them, but they have to be within a distance that they can both meet each other in their lifetime, or else their species will die out. And not only do those two jellyfish have to be within the same, within a reasonable distance to each other to, to mate and reproduce, but there has to be more than two of them. Because if those two fish mated, and then their offspring, their offspring would just have their brothers and siblings and their two parents to mate with. If they do that, if those animals did that, their genetic code would become so garbled and mangled that they would basically destroy themselves. There was a prince or king of Spain, Charles II, um, whose family was basically riddled with incest. And... Um, there is still new people that were occasionally marrying into the family, but after he died, he had an op he had an autopsy, and the person that performed the autopsy said that his body did not contain a single drop of blood, his heart was the size of a peppercorn, his lungs croated, his intestines rotten, he had a single testicle black as coal, and his head was full of water. People and animals cannot survive if there is no new genetic code that is being entered into their ancestry, basically, into their family. They will die because there is so much disease that has come about through incest. So basically, for a single species to survive, hundreds of animals have to evolve from one species to the exact same species within a reasonable distance to each other. That, to me, is impossible, considering how we have not been able to observe a single evolution change in species. So people are trying to tell, so evolutionists are trying to say that despite not seeing a single change from one species to another, this happened hundreds of times for just a single species to come about and to survive. Another reason that I do not believe in the theory of evolution is the idea of irreducible complexity. And basically, what irreducible complexity means is that for something to survive, there are a basic number of components that this organism has to have to survive. Now, the theory of evolution says that over the course of many years, one of one species evolves into another species. But this cannot be the case when you take into account irreducible complexity. Because tissues, cells, different parts of a body, not only human body, but also the bodies of species, birds, fish, reptiles, mammals, 
there's a certain number of components that they have to have always to survive. And if they do not have it, then they will die. So I do not believe in the theory of, evol- of evolution because of irreducible, comple- irreducible complexity. And finally, I do not believe in the, in the theory of evolution because there is an underwhelming lack of evidence. For years, evolutionists have talked about uh, transitional skeletons, skeletons that show the transition from one, uh, from one animal to another, one species to another. And the evidence for this is incredibly underwhelming. One of the strongest pieces of evidence they have is a, f- a skeleton called Lucy. They believe that this skeleton shows the transitional, bas- basically the transition from ape to human. They recovered 40% of the skeleton. And the reason that they, that some people believe that it is a transitional skeleton is because depending on how you arrange the pelvic bones, it can appear that the animal would have walked on two legs like a human. However, they don't have all the bones. They have 40% of the skeleton. And so if you arrange the pelvic bones in another way, it's just a regular ape. And other bones in the skeleton would suggest that it was just an ape and not a cross between an ape and a human. Its toes had the ability to curl and grab onto things. Its wrists locked so that it had the ability to walk on all fours, completely disproving that it would be walking on two legs because its wrists were designed so that the animal could walk on, could walk on four. And also, along with this lack of evidence thing, no experiment has been able to reproduce an entirely different species. Species have changed within their own species, but there has never been a jump from species to species. And also, think about all the pets that we have. There's never been an evolution, a macroevolutionary change. Think about all of the zoo, all of the animals we have in zoos in captivity. There has never been a macroevolutionary change. So to summarize, I do not believe in evolution because it is crazy improbable to the point that it is impossible because of the theory of irreducible complexity and because of the underwhelming lack of evidence.